1: G-O-G-O dot Search Blue Shift, the animated film. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide.
2: As a business owner, you know that cash flow management is important. You need to monitor your profit margins and your expenses. Cashflow Mojo Software is a cash flow management tool made especially for small to medium-sized business owners like you to help you manage the cash flow of your business. When money comes into your business each week, This software will help you set up a budget, set aside money to pay bills, buy inventory, pay taxes, healthcare costs, whatever your budget needs are, and most importantly, pay yourself, which is something we business owners forget about all too often. Having a basic understanding of the difference between accounting and cash flow management is key when running a business. One has to do with keeping records of your money, and the other has to do with how you use it. Cashflow Mojo Software helps you decide how to portion the money correctly to manage the growth and profits of your business. Check it out today at CashflowMojoSoftware.com. A 30-day trial is just $9.99, and there's no contract needed. This software tool will get your business finances on the right track. CashflowMojoSoftware.com.
3: If waiting for your investments to grow feels like waiting for paint to dry... There's a powerful secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know. You can accelerate your investment's growth by two, three, or even four times. That's bad news for Wall Street, but great news for you. We're Cashflow Savvy, and we'd like to offer you free information that will show you how to take control of your investments and double, triple, or even quadruple their returns. And it's yours for free. For the secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know, go to CashflowSavvy.com. That's CashflowSavvy.com We've
1: got a fantastic new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide. Are you ready to become the sauce boss? Superb Sauces is a top-notch collection of recipes that will instantly add flair to your culinary repertoire. This is a wonderful cookbook for any cook looking to learn some fantastic new recipes. Superb Sauces was written by Chef Jay Kinney after he worked for many years as a chef all over the world. Specifically with the U.S. Army and the Food Network. Whether it's French fries with Parmesan garlic sauce or pumpkin spice bread pudding with manilas, you will amaze your friends with this new arsenal of Superb Sauces. One of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide is the Ketchum Family. They have the Ketchum Family House Fire Fund. It's set up at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash K-E-T-C-H-U-M. That's GoFundMe.com slash Ketchum. Uh, these guys uh, have had a uh, big, big, big thing happen to them. It's 6.15 p.m. Friday February 27, 2015, 98-year-old Ella Ketchum was standing with her walker in her kitchen, surrounded in smoke and in a state of shock, and when she was rescued by a fireman who was just driving by, all she has are the clothes she was wearing. A sweatsuit, no socks, shoes, and a coat. Ella is the widow of Reverend Roy Ketchum of the Nazarene. They moved from Mount Sterling, Kentucky, to Georgetown, Ohio in 1983 to be the close to the family of their only living child and lived in the same house for the past 32 years. Alice's husband passed away 19 years ago. And in her old age, she's now cared for by her son and her two granddaughters and grandson-in-law who would stay regularly at the house so that she could live independently and not move out of her house. The only thing she asked for, but uh, this is a tragic situation. Check it out today. You can uh, donate for as little as $5. Help these guys out. It's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash catchem. And catchem is spelled K-E-T-C-H-U-M, and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide.
0: changing lanes possibly could get to know you but that won't be the same you're dangerous I got this crush and I'll just maintain not to let me down baby girl your eyes met mine, but I'm not changing lanes
1: We've got a great new marketing partner out there. When you turn on the TV nowadays, there's a lot of violence going on. People are hurting each other, shooting each other in the streets, dropping bombs on schools. Ever wonder if good people still exist? The whole world may seem like it's gone crazy, but there's still nice people out there, decent people doing the right thing that can make a huge difference. Seeking Human Kindness is a good book showing there are good people around the world who want to make the world a better place. Sometimes doing something nice for one another can take your mind off things that are wrong with the the world. Focus on the goodness of people and you can check it out on Amazon.com It's called Seeking Human Kindness and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast Coast and boner to boner on the Starcom Radio Network, 20-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Our good friends to tune in, iTunes and Radio Loyalty. We've got Dave joining us on Skype today. Dave, um, tell us a little bit on your background, my friend.
4: Hi, my name is Dave. I'm a guitar player from E-Link in West London. That's the United Kingdom. Um, I play guitar in a band called Trona and the Extra Pills. No affiliation to the Extra Pills in America. <laughs> um, we've been playing for like maybe two years, although we've had a little break. Um, I'd appreciate it if you could play one of our songs on your stage. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, um, yeah. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to play your music. We want to do an interview with you, though, right now. Um, now, now uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started doing music, my friend.
4: Basically, um, I had some very diehard friends who were very much into music in high school, and they influenced me to pick up the guitar at seventeen. I'm twenty-seven now, the rock star age of death, some people may say, but um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm twenty-seven now. So I've been playing for ten years. This is the eleventh year, going into the eleventh year, and um, rock music's been my heart, man. This has been what I've been listening to most of my life and playing with. There's been points in my life where I've just isolated myself, played guitar 10 hours a day straight, for 30 days straight, no break. I've done it for six days straight, 10 days straight, altogether four or six days together, you know, just playing guitar, practicing, man, honing my craft. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear it in my music because I haven't really recorded anything new since I've been practicing, but
1: yeah,
4: I do have good music. No, nevertheless, I do have good music. Yes, and indeed. I would actually send you a bad demo, but um, time limits would restrain, may restrain that.
1: Not an issue. We've got Dave with us today, joining us on the telephone. He joins us live. So, uh, how did you get the uh, the, the group together, Shauna and the Extra Pills?
4: Shauna, Shauna and the Extra Pills. Yes, um, it was all online. Shona is the is the lead singer. She is a um, a great singer. She um, she comes from Jamaica. She um yeah she sings. She she writes. She's a poet. She's a writer. She's she's multi talented, and. Um, I studied music at university for a while. I was at Kingston University in Ealing, in, not Ealing, in Kingston, in southwest London. Those are my backgrounds. Uh, my bass player, he was. Um, he what was my bass player, My bass player called Vince. He he did his thing for many years as a as a guitar player. Then changed to bass. Um, and my drummer, Priscilla, she learned how to drum from YouTube pretty much.
1: Wow. Amazing stuff. We've got a, uh, great guest with us today. Dave joins us here on the telephone. Tell us about the music scene where you're from, my friend. Tell us all about it.
4: None existed.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> there is no music scene where I'm from. That's what I made on. Um... I suppose there's a lot of indie bands indie is what is in 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 London, yeah it's all about indie and and um, I'm not really an indie person. I like my main influence is nirvana um I've been listening to them since God knows how long um I think you can hear their influence in my music um. I also listen to a lot of the alternative music that was from the 90s as well as um, new metal. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I love it. Um,
1: We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone. What is the latest album and why should people go pick it up? I know that you've got some good stuff available on SoundCloud.com. We're going to play some of your music here in a few um, tell us about the latest album and some of the latest um, music. The
4: latest album you should go out and buy. Um, that is not my own music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've got Dave with us today, and he joins us live. How important do you rate the lyrical side of your albums?
4: Um, I find my my lyricist, she, her, her lyrics are very poignant. I find them very poignant. Um, I take them personally as well. Um, because I'm just that sensitive of a person. Um, it's just, it's just how I am. Um, I, I, I believe in God. I believe that God cares for me and God cares for you and everyone else. And um, the lyrics that are written, you know, I, I hope that they, they show that in a, in a way, you know, because I don't. I try not to creatively control my my singer because she likes to be free in a lot of, in more senses than one. And, um, (laughs) and, yeah, I hope that God is magnified in our music.
1: We've got a a great guest with us today. Dave joins us here on the program. How would you categorize the style of the band? And did you ever consider or try playing other styles of music than the one you're playing right now?
4: It's... (laughs) I would say it's alternative. But, I mean, I'm a Christian, and, you know, those two don't really mesh. It's it's like an oxymoron. You know, um... I, I play alternative music. I listen to alternative music, but I'm a Christian, and it's... I suppose I have that freedom. I have that freedom, you know? So I do it.
1: We've got a. And um, I've,
4: I've, I've tried to play, I mean. Yes. I've tried to play more Mexican type music and um, more classical in the past as well. Um, but alternative has been my heart.
1: We've got Dave joining us today here on Skype. He joins us live here on the world-famous Cheeky Cheek Choir radio program. Um, Tell us a little bit about the music. How do you guys make the music?
4: Um, It's usually Shauna and I, we get together. Um, I put down some lyric. I put down some guitar music, and she sings over it. Then um, Vince, our bass player, who he's not really with us, us anymore, and not in that sense. He's not really with us, but he's not in the band anymore, and neither is Priscilla for um, reasons I don't really want to go into. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, it's usually Vince. Vince would then put on a, put over bass, and Priscilla would then come in with the drums. So in that order, me, me and Shawna together, and then Vince, and then Priscilla. Priscilla being a drummer, Vince being a bass player, me on guitar, and Shona singing.
1: We've got a uh, great guest with us today joining us on the telephone, live as live can get, uh, Dave. Uh, who are your musical heroes, influences, and why?
4: Kurt Cobain, because he went all the way. Um, he, that guy, I, I don't know how he did it. I mean um, I'm Josh Homme. he's a he's another guy who I like, um, Jimi Hendrix for obvious reasons, um, Billy Corgan, um, I like all these guys because, I mean, um, Jimmy and Billy could play both left and right handed, or, so or so they say, and I've been tr- experimenting Trying to play left-handed um, just to see how it sounds, just to see what I can, what I can enjoy from the sounds I make. Personally, for me, and um, I actually ordered a left-handed guitar like yesterday, and it's coming on Friday. So I'm gonna experiment with that and see how what, what music I can make. Hopefully, it doesn't sound too terrible.
1: well good stuff well we've got dave with us today we're gonna play a couple of his songs here in a few thanks for joining us today dave i appreciate it
4: no problem definitely much love
1: definitely Have, have yourself have yourself a wonderful day dave we're gonna play two songs right now from shauna and the extra pills dave's been our guest Let's tell you about a great crowdfunding campaign from one of our great marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This mobile application observes one's dedicated hard work one puts in each day because we know the reward would benefit a message of hope for a better tomorrow. 1.02 billion people are in need of aid, guidance, and services within our community. Uh, We consider modern-day discipline with a heart of unity. We enjoy helping others. God turned my life around, and I would love to help make our world better. This mobile application will allocate free services socially with those in need of our communities. It's about giving back or helping others. It's important to be modern to reach people where they are. Through the generosity, those in need will grow to know Christ. Let's change the world of social media and fund a positive mobile application people will care about. Also, we've included the balloon challenge. This gives supporters to share their funnest balloon pop reaction. Let's talk about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This is a new online business. It's called the 110 Method. Anyone can join for $7 to get in. It is 100% residual income. It is team building matrix, and the product is tools that will have people market their business. We're building a team and trying to advertise for people to get in. This is not like the average opportunity where the people at the top make all the money and you don't make anything. All the tools are given in the back office for you to promote the opportunity and any other businesses you may have we have team meetings online every Monday and some people have 400 or more people in their team already the company launched the opportunity on January 1st 2015 and has gone viral since being released if people want to join all they need is seven dollars to get in and there will be ten opportunities to increase your income it's another great crowdfunding opportunity and marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide gofund.me slash help Ms. Dorothy go home in the Wizard of Oz Dorothy wanted to return home well this is no fairy tale 85 year old Dorothy Reed wished to return to the home post Hurricane Katrina New Orleans 9th Ward all the details are clearly displayed in this campaign at gofund.me slash gofund.me H e l p m s d o r a d h y g o h o m And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about a great opportunity from one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Ownmatrix.com slash question mark. R-E-F equals 1068. The 110 method. It's one focus, 10 times the income. It's a game-changing business model for stay-at-home online entrepreneurs. OwnMatrix.com slash question mark, R-E-F equals 1068. And we'll spell it for you one more time. O-W-N-M-A-T-R-I-X dot com slash question mark, R-E-F equals 1068. And it's a fantastic game-changing business model for stay-at-home online entrepreneurs. It's the one focus, ten times the income, the 110 method. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide.
0: Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program.
4: Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it, you know what I'm saying?
0: Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
4: Well, I'm sitting here with a
1: linguist. I had No idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
0: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven. Twenty-two, Jiggy. Daddy
1: hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be <laughs> that uh,
5: David Bowie song.
3: Jiggy play guitar. J- it's a great day, man. Thanks so much having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag
4: TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much.
0: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
1: Welcome. Back to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. 26 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us today. We've got a fantastic guest waiting on the line. We're going to get to her here in a few moments. Talking about National Health Month. USA has an increase in the burden of chronic disease. Barbie Engel is going to be with us here in a few moments. And uh, if you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar. Also, Twitter at J-I-G-G-Y-J-H-E-U-A-R. And for a complete list of stations, check out the website, jiggycheckwire.com. Let's get into it here on the program. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Barbie Engel joining us on the telephone. And um, Barbie can be looked up at BarbieEngel.com. And uh, she's another foundation director, pain educator, and pain patient, and she's with us today here on the telephone. Now, Barbie, it seems to me uh, that, that this this headline doesn't lie. USA has an increase in the burden of chronic disease, and we're heading into National Health Month here. Uh, tell me a little bit about this.
6: Sure. It's National Health Month, so I wanted to come on. First, thanks for having me.
1: Yes, yes.
6: I wanted to come on and share some of the information on how, as Americans, we can... Um, be better educated and be our own best advocates and you know at this time, more than a third of our population is living with more than one chronic illness such as diabetes heart disease depression um, so it's really a a big problem that's going on in our society
1: now what why is the uh why, why is this such a such a big deal nowadays
6: well it's it's such a big deal because we are Seeing an increase in um, the different health diseases, there's there's seven major diseases that are costing society the most. Our society the most. Um, it's costing us 1.3 trillion with a T wow. annually, and you know by 2023 that number is projected to grow to 4.2 trillion. Just just to treat um, the the top uh, seven diseases which are cancer, diabetes, hypertension, stroke, heart disease, pulmonary conditions, and mental illness.
1: We've got Barbie Engel joining us today here on the telephone, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on the Starcom Radio Network, 20-plus AM FM stations. Across the country and around the world are good friends at TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Now, um, you were diagnosed with reflex sympathetic dystrophy after a uh, minor car accident in September of 2002. Tell us a little bit about this.
6: Sure, uh, RSD, Reflex Sympathetic Dystrophy, is a neuro autoimmune disease, and um, basically it's, it's autoimmune, so it was already in my body, but it wasn't attacking until I had a trauma, which my trauma happened to be a car accident, and um, once it started attacking, it affects everything in your body that's automatic, that's the reflex part of it. Uh, your sympathetic nervous system, it feels like someone put lighter fluid on you and caught you on fire, and you just uh, have the worst time putting that fire out. Wow. You know? There's only a few um, things, you know, treatment options available that can help with that fire pain. And the dystrophy is loss of muscle and bone, so a lot of us end up bed-bound or or in wheelchairs.
1: We've got Barbie Engel with us today, and she joins us live talking about uh, the the topic here, about Americans basically have seen an increase in the burden of chronic disease. Uh, The seven chronic diseases, as Barbie was talking about earlier, Costs the most are uh, cancer, diabetes, hypertension, stroke, heart disease, pulmonary conditions, and mental illness. Why are these the big ones?
6: These are the big ones because they are not um, dealt with in preventative measures. We, We treat people after you're sick instead of teaching people from a young age that they need to have proper health life skills, proper posture, and why it's so important to, to eat properly and to go through preventative care measures as you're growing yeah. up and not just once you become ill.
1: We've got Barbie Engel with us today. She joins us live on the telephone talking about chronic disease today. Now, uh, this is an, an impact on the economy of one5 point. One. What is this? 1.3 trillion annually. That is amazing. Break this down for me.
6: Well, um, basically, that 1.3 trillion represents the loss of productivity, the cost of the medical bills. With with the new Obamacare, it's not getting any better. Um, with those bills. A lot of the treatment options that are available aren't even being covered by the new policies. And, you know, it depends on which state you live in. Every state has their own separate uh, rules and things that they cover. So some states are better if you have cancer to live in than others or or diabetes or or other such um, chronic diseases. But it really, there's no, um, there isn't a lot of coverage for um, insurance and catastrophic care, you know, diseases that are lasting longer than, than three months at a time, which a lot of chronic care diseases last for a lifetime, you know, once you get them for, you know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And, and just not having the, the coverage to cover them and not having the preventative care to make it not as big of an impact when these diseases strike in our lives.
1: We've got Barbie Engel with us today. She joins us live talking about this incredible topic of uh, the, the, the United States has an increase in the burden of chronic disease. It's National Health Month. We wanted to get her on today to talk about this. Um, it's projected by 2023. The number is going to be increasing from $1.3 trillion annually to $4.2 trillion annually in uh, treatment, costs, and lost economic output. This is staggering information, Barbie.
6: It is staggering, and a lot of that increase is because our um, elder, elder, elderly <laughs> hey, population.
1: Sorry about that. It happens. I I, I I didn't say annually the right way earlier, so you're you're fine. I think it's just Thursday. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> oh yes, well, um, well, our elderly population is um, is growing. It in 2005 it was five million. By 2050 it's going to be 21 million. And, and, you know, because we're not taking care of our lives and a lot of elderly are living more sedentary lives in general, we are not addressing our medical needs appropriately and, um, and having that increase in our, our older population is really going to put a big burden, the greatest burden. Um, 60, uh, Americans over 64 years, of age are carrying the greatest disease burden. Forty-five percent um, of those aged 65 to 79 are um, are living with, 54 percent of those are living with chronic pain diseases.
1: Amazing. Now, uh, according, according to Tackling the Burden of Chronic Diseases in the U.S. by the uh, Lancet, uh, generally incurable and ongoing, and chronic diseases affect approximately 133 million Americans, representing more than 40% of the total population of this country. That That is another staggering figure. Tell, tell me a little bit about this. Break this down for me.
6: Sure. And, and out of that 133 million that are um, having uh, chronic disease, hundred over 100 million of them live with the disease that involves chronic pain, such as the one that I'm living with um by 2020 that number is projected to grow to 157 million with 81 million of those people having multiple conditions so the cost of one person having one disease is is staggering but when you add in multiple diseases it it's like taking one extra disease can cost you seven times more than having just one chronic disease. So that again is another add to that 4.2 trillion that we're facing in in just a few short years.
1: Wow, amazing stuff. We've got Barbie Engel with us today here on the telephone. Some of the contributing factors to uh, such a decline in our overall health leading to the need of the awareness projects such as the National Health Month are inactivity, poor eating habits, little to no preventive care, and an increase in our aging population. Now can we can we affect or change any of those?
6: We absolutely can. We need to, um, taking into consideration that we have a, a sedentary uh, lifestyle as younger Americans, we need to do our preventative care. We need to eat healthy. We need to exercise regularly. Even if right now you're thinking, well, I'm one of those 133 million that's living with a chronic disease right now, even if you're walking one minute a day and the next day you walk two minutes a day and the next day you walk three minutes a day and you just start to move, you'll start to see results. Just walking can, can be the exercise that you need or stretching um, can help increase our vascular flow and increase our health. You and, and, um, can also avoid tobacco, lower your alcohol consumption, um, rec- receive those preventative uh services such as cancer screenings, at each age there's certain screenings that you should be doing and a lot of times our providers don't bring it up to us so we need to bring it up to them. You know what, I'm turning the big 30 or 40 or 50 this year, what type of screening measures can I do to prevent or catch anything early that may be a risk factor for me at this new age? And, And going through life where we're being our own best advocate and asking for help is really, really important. We want to increase preventative habits versus treating after the disease has taken over because that is where the high cost of health care comes in.
1: We've got a great guest with us today. Barbie Engel joins us on the telephone. You can get more information on our website. She is fantastic. And um, Barbie, th- there, there is a lot of things going on in the, uh, in the health world with this uh, National Health Month. Um, what's been some of the different things that you've been talking about on the radio and and, and talking to folks uh, across the country about?
6: Uh, Well, the biggest thing is being your own best advocate, asking questions, knowing that just because a doctor has on a white coat doesn't mean that they know everything. They have specialties. You really want to pay attention. You know your body the best. So you lead your health team. You lead your doctors in saying, I have these problems going on or Someone else in my family has been diagnosed with diabetes. Can you please let me know if I have any other risk factors? Ask questions. Speak up. Speak out. We've also been doing a lot with abuse deterrent formulations. There's a a big push right now in the United States for um, for protecting the abusers that are abusing the medication. But what's that? What is that doing? Is preventing the people who actually need the medications from receiving them because you know law enforcement and and our population in general is, is wanting to stop the abuse, which is important, but we need to make sure that we're doing things like helping um, the creation of abuse deterrent formulations where people can't manipulate the medication um, in ways that they're abusive, like shooting it up or, um, or crushing the pills and, and taking them so they get the big hit all at once, that we're getting the medication out of the abuser's hands, but keeping it in the patients that need it's hands.
1: Barbie Engel with us today here on the broadcast. Now, um, we've got a little bit of time with you, my friend. Let, let, let's, let's move on to a couple more topics here. One, let's talk a little bit about medical bills and medical billing. That, that seems to confuse a lot of
6: folks. Eight out of ten medical bills has a mistake on it, so you absolutely want to. Check your medical bills against your insurance statements, if you if you have health insurance, so that if your insurance, it's called an explanation of benefits, EOB, and it will arrive, a lot of doctors' offices will send you the bill before they even bill your insurance, and then you start thinking, I have a $2,000 bill that I have to start paying on, when really your insurance will negotiate the the amount that they pay and the amount that you owe. So wait for that explanation of benefits before you start paying your bill and pay what they say you're responsible for. Always check your bill. If, If your provider puts your name in incorrectly or your date of birth in incorrectly, Um, Your insurance company isn't necessarily going to cover everything the way that your policy is set up to do because when you come up in the system, it might come up slightly differently as to what you're covered for. So even check your name, check your date of birth, check your policy number, check uh, the services that they offered you. Some of them should be bundled services. And so you really wanna make sure that you're only paying for what you're supposed to pay for by checking your explanation of benefits against your doctor bills. If you do see a discrepancy, what I would do is take a photocopy of your explanation of benefits and send in a payment or the whole amount that you're responsible for if you can afford that all in one payment um, and let them know if you have to make payments when you're going to be making those payments or what type of plan you're able to pay so that the doctor's office knows, here's what my insurance company said I'm going to owe, so this is all I'm paying, and this is the way I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay $10 a month for the next X amount of months until it's covered, or I'm going to pay the whole amount right now. And if they continue to balance bill you for the amount that you don't owe, continue to send them the explanation of benefits or contact your insurance company to step in on your behalf to call the doctor's office and reiterate that you don't owe the other amount, that this is the only amount that you owe.
1: We've got Barbie with us today. She joins us live. You can get more information at barbieingle.com. And uh, Barbie, before we let you go, um, how can people find you on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media?
6: Sure. Um, me personally, they can find me on Facebook at uh, Barbie Ingle, B A R B Y I N G L E. On uh, Twitter, same thing, Barbie Ingle. And um, I'm also, as the president of the Power of Pain Foundation, they can. Check out all the tools and resources on powerofpain.org. Our Facebook is Power of Pain. Twitter is Power of Pain. And, um, you know, they can uh, use the Contact Us form at the bottom of our website. And there's also a calendar of events on there for National Health Month as well as the rest of the year with all the different uh, awareness items that we bring up and raise awareness for throughout the year.
1: Fantastic. Well, Barbie, thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on today.
6: Thank you so much for having
1: me. Definitely. Have a good day. Barbie engel with us today. Scott Smith on the way here in the program. Let's tell you about a great crowdfunding campaign from one of our great marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This mobile application. ...observes one's dedicated hard work one puts in each day, because we know the reward would benefit a message of hope for a better tomorrow. 1.02 billion people are in need of aid, guidance, and services within our community. Uh, We consider modern-day discipline with the heart of unity... We enjoy helping others. God turned my life around, and I would love to help make our world better. This mobile application will allocate free services socially with those in need of our communities. It's about giving back or helping others. It's important to be modern to reach people where they are. Through the generosity, those in need will grow to know Christ. Let's change the world of social media and fund a positive mobile application people will care about. Also, we've included the balloon challenge. This gives supporters to share their funnest balloon pop reaction let's talk about one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide this is a new online business it's called the 110 method anyone can join for seven dollars to get in it is 100% residual income it is team building matrix and the product is tools that will have people market their business We're building a team and trying to advertise for people to get in. This is not like the average opportunity where the people at the top make all the money and you don't make anything. All the tools are given in the back office for you to promote the opportunity and any other businesses you may have. We have team meetings online every Monday, and some people have 400 or more people in their team already. The company launched the opportunity on January 1st, 2015, and has gone viral since being released. If people want to join, all they need is $7 to get in, and there will be 10 opportunities to increase your income. It's another great crowdfunding opportunity and marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide. GoFund.me slash help Ms. Dorothy go home. In the Wizard of Oz, Dorothy wanted to return home. Well, this is no fairy tale. 85-year-old Dorothy Reed wished to return to the home post-Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans, 9th Ward. All the details are clearly displayed in this campaign at gofund.me slash help. H e l p m s d o r a d h y g o h o m And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about a great opportunity from one of our fantastic marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. OwnMatrix.com slash question mark R-E-F equals 1068. The 110 method. It's one focus, 10 times the income. It's a game-changing business model for stay-at-home online entrepreneurs. OwnMatrix.com slash question mark, R-E-F equals 1068. And we'll spell it for you one more time. O-W-N-M-A-T-R-I-X dot com slash question mark, R-E-F equals 1068. And it's a fantastic game-changing business model for stay-at-home online entrepreneurs. It's the one focus, ten times the income, the one-ten method. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our great marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. Attention, man, just a friendly reminder that Valentine's Day is just around the corner. It's not too late to make her heart blaze with love for you. Imagine a jewelry craftsperson asks you a few simple questions and then creates the perfect gift of gemstones in gold or silver or you can pick from our wide selection of gemstone jewelry and brand name watches, all without the frustrating shopping experience. Fast and the price you choose shoes, hundreds less than your local jewelry store. Enjoy her surprise and delight. Visit trailblazegems.com today and enter code CRADIO10 for $10 off your first order. That's right. It's trailblazegems.com. Surprise her this Valentine's Day with TrailblazeGems.com. And don't forget to use that promo code CRadio10 10 for $10 off today. And we'll spell it for you T-R-A-I-L-B-L-A-Z-E-G-E-M-S.com. And use that promo code C R A D I O. The number one and the number zero, it's Trailblaze Gems. Check out trailblazegems.com and tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide.
0: The Jiggy Jaguar radio program is back on the network.
1: Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, all over the Starcom radio network. Scott Smith's going to be with us here in a few moments. If you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, you can do so. Facebook.com slash The Jiggy Jaguar. And I'm on Twitter as well. But uh, Scott Smith is with us today, and Scott has got. Uh, wow, you're a busy bee, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> almost almost as busy as you yes <laughs> well scott what do you have for us today my friend
3: well yeah there is a lot going on um yes. as your readers may or as your audience may know i've got one book out just in the last eight months called extraordinary people and if people want to read about leadership so it's extraordinary com. but Next few days, and you're getting uh, an early exclusive here, James. Uh, I have a much more controversial book coming out called God Reconsidered Searching for Truth in the Battle Between Atheism and Religion. So uh, I do warn people in advance that if you are an absolutely committed orthodox atheist, or if you are absolutely happy with your spiritual path. Uh, It's up to you to turn off your computer, radio, or however you're receiving this, and plug your ears and not listen for the next 15 minutes or so, because (laughs) it's not my goal to upset people. Uh, My goal is to say, you know, there's a huge number of people out there who think both the traditional believer's of any religion and the hardcore skeptics, so called atheists, uh, that they don't really provide satisfactory answers. And so, that um, group of people that is open minded and searching for answers to the meaning of life and the big questions and so forth is what. This book is about, and there's a sample chapter uh, at godreconsidered.com. Now, it's going to go up on Amazon in the next few days. So, uh, I can give an overview. I can drill into a particular topic if you want. Uh, it's a lot, since I know that you don't have people who uh, will be able to throw stones at me in the yeah. studio or anything, it's a pretty safe my my location is a closely guarded secret, so. Well, why uh, why did I'm you why did you,
1: why did you decide to write this book? What
3: was what was the ah, idea behind? Yes. this? yeah, yeah. Um, it it came from paradoxical um, uh, pressure. First of all, um, I grew up Mormon, and contrary to what outsiders might think. Mormonism has a very sophisticated philosophy. It is not the kind of caricature that you read about in exposés and stuff like that. From a, a strictly philosophic point of view, it's quite interesting, and it solves a lot of the problems that conventional Christianity has. So um, the, most Mormons are pretty decent people, and they, they you know, are serious about family and so forth. So I had a great upbringing, and had a uh, went on a mission to Germany and all that kind of stuff and was a true believer and defender of the faith. And then, in the late 1980s, just for fun, I started researching the UFO business. and I was always open-minded about supernatural things. I couldn't really say that I had much in the way of experience to rely on, but I had some trusted friends and associates that I knew had told me some pretty hair-raising stories. So um, I, as I got deeper into the UFO thing, uh, I realized a couple of things. Originally, when I started, um, I was uh, at a cushy job, and I thought it would be kind of fun to look into something. Just It's kind of like the Kennedy assassination and, you know, trying to resolve what the the facts are. Well, the UFO thing I figured would be like that. I wouldn't be able to really make a decision on that, uh, have a point of view, but I I thought uh, it might be interesting to kind of poke around in it. So I started studying it, and I was really astounded by the number of very credible astrophysicists and pilots and other credible witnesses who reported encounters that are really, really difficult to explain. And ironically enough, the one of the great astrophysicists uh, at the uh, Northwestern University uh, was in charge in the 1950s and 60s of the U.S. Air Force's official debunking group. His job was to go out. He actually invented the term swamp gas.
1: I didn't know, uh, I didn't know such, such a, a place existed, by the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it really,
3: yeah, and, you know, it, theoretically it's possible that, you know, you see some lights with the swamp gas and everything and you could mistake. So that's kind of how he made a name for himself with that. But uh, his job was to kind of explain away as natural phenomena. People think it's uh, a UFO, it's really Venus, et etc. et cetera. Well, he got the inside dope. And after a while, he realized that there was a big chunk of these, maybe 10% or something, that, that no normal explanation could account for them. So he ended up founding Chicago's um, Center for UFO Studies. So there were a bunch of people like that. And, and as I started to study this, it got my attention. Then I decided to look into the, the UFO abduction phenomenon. And this is like an Alice in Wonderland rabbit down the hole uh, experience. <laughs> if you get, I, I honestly tell people, hey, listen, you can have fun with the idea of aliens landing, but Yikes. if you put your head into the abduction phenomenon, you will start questioning your sanity. And that was exactly the conclusion that an author. Uh, who's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, uh, C.D.B. Bryan? I interviewed him. Uh, came to when he wrote uh, when he wrote about his experiences in investigative journalism in a in a book called Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. And he also got to that point where he was starting to go crazy because the weirdness of it, the contradictions, the it's a little bit like Einstein's relativity, where the more you understand the crazier you realize the universe is from a common-sense standpoint. So I kind of got to that point, and it made me question my faith. And um, as I got deeper into this, uh, I realized that every philosophic path, every religion, including the religion of militant atheism, because they're as close-minded and as fanatical as any evangelical, that they all were wrong. And so, <laughs> I, can, really? I, I happened to interview um, this famous parapsychologist named Scott Rogo. He was a youngish guy, like uh, about 40 when I knew him. And he had 30 books out, and he took a very hard-headed approach to the paranormal. And I interviewed him, and, and he said, listen, I, I said, what do you think about this stuff, you know, all, all these contradictory things uh, in the so-called paranormal area? He said, you know something, after 25 years of serious research, I'm more confused than ever. So that was kind of my starting point, and as it happened, a couple of months later, he was murdered, so I got the last interview with this guy. It ran in Fate magazine. And so I was kind of off and running in 1990 to try to find uh, a philosophy that made sense of the world. So um, I have had many clashes with the Skeptic Society and the committee for the investigate, uh, let's see, the committee for skeptical inquiry—they call it now—they had yes. to change it because their prior acronym was, came out to PSYCOP, kind of like we're going to police science and make sure that you guys are not heretics, you know, otherwise we'll subject you to the Inquisition. But I had um, some uh, some clashes with these guys, and and gradually I found that there were other people much brighter than myself, who also saw that these people were just fanatics. And one of the most interesting is Michael Crichton. He wrote a book called Travels, which is about how after his divorce, he decided to kind of go out into the world for a couple of years and travel and experience exotic cultures. He was a graduate of Harvard. His first novel, Andromeda Strain, was a big hit. And he was very scientifically trained, of course, at Harvard Medical School, but As he traveled, he started having experience that made him realize that the materialist explanation of reality is not the whole thing. So in his little book, Travels, there's an appendix, and it's the speech that he wanted to give to the skeptics. Um, When he came back, being an eminent science fiction novelist and and a scientist himself, they'd invited him at the Skeptic Society in Pasadena, California, to come and talk about kind of his interests in science. And uh, then they got wind that he might not be orthodox, and so they disinvited him. So he took the speech he was going to give him, put it in the appendix for anybody to read, and it's a great explanation of where... on why people should be much more open-minded. And, you know, I'm in the business of interviewing CEOs, so I know a lot about brilliant people. And one thing I can say is the smarter you are, the bigger blinders you have to your... Uh, mistakes and vulnerabilities, and where you might be wrong. People get arrogant because they're so smart, and they don't really
0: listen <laughs> That's to. Awesome.
3: And, and you know, this is a, in academia. Just to give you an example, like in archaeology, which was a, a one of my passions. Um, they, the consensus is always twenty, thirty years behind medicine today. 20, 30 years behind. I know about all kinds of FDA-approved technologies nobody's ever heard of because the